Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, save, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Time now for the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Stop my music. That's not my music. It's not my music. The people expect the percussion. And then they want to hear yes, yes. That's why people... I know. This is my Tune bad. In. I, I'm, you are, let me tell you something. Let me tell people about what's going on here right now. This is Balloon Party 101 ESPN. Act like you didn't know. And, uh, and Jackson's flustered yet again. I'm asking for information. I didn't get it. Uh, Jackson's mad with the temperature in here. He's also mad with the fragrance that Matt Rocchio has sprayed about. And, uh, and candidly, it's not where this show needs to be nine months in. It's just not. Yeah, actually, the odor is great. You're, Does, you're, you're pro the fragrance. Yeah, the Rocky is, you're anti the temperature, he said. It is, it is a meat locker in here currently. <laughs> I uh, Very cold. I got like eight things going at once. I can't remember prediction. And it's asked for a simple, hey, I went 7-0 and on my picks this weekend. And which ones were put into predictionary? Now, I know I was on Richmond against Virginia. I can't imagine. I, th- I feel like this is a 101 ESPN exclusive for our show. If any other show was talking about the Richmond against Virginia game. Yeah, we were both all over that one. Yeah. Um, that one was definitely in there, and I think that's the only one I see oh, in Predictionary. God. Now I'm going to have to call Predictionary into question. Good news, because I'm sure people are already doing it, and that is texting in. You're going to win some tickets here by winning the best text, assuming Jackson can get his bearings and look at the text <laughs> inbox presented by our comfort service. 101 ESPN has your chance to win a four-pack of tickets to next week's Bud Bash for the Cardinals and Brewers. How do you do? Uh, on Tuesday, September 13th, next week's Bud Bash giveaway features a limited edition Jim Cott bobble hot bobblehead. Uh, get all the details for the final Budweiser Bash of the season at Bush Stadium, now at cardinals.com slash promotions. There you go. Check it out. And how are we going to give away these tickets, Jackson? Best text. There it is. 65780. And uh, the people are already active yeah sending in their submissions this morning you can also leave a mic drop 101 espn mic drop uh using the uh, 101 espn app uh so predictionary what does my record improve to now because now i got to be over 70 percent you are now 11 and 4 11 and 5 11 and 5 11 and 5 or 12 and 5 why can't i get a straight answer on something that is math. If I'm 11 and 5, I'm 69%. 12 and 5. T effing he. What? 12 and 5. 12 and 5. Thank Official you. Number. That, Still that, some out there to be one or that one. That is 71%. I mean, people can retire based on these picks on Predictionary. For real. Yeah. Heater. 
Heater, uh, what went on for you this weekend as the most eligible bachelor in St. Louis, who I know went to the Cardinal game on Friday night and saw himself a Jim Dandy of a ball game? Yeah, that was great. That was a fun game to go. You had the combination of Lars Newtbar hitting a big fly. Lars Newtbar is gaining equity in the St. Louis area, big time, and he's so such a like an energetic guy that it's infectious. Uh, but then that was followed by Albert Pujols pinch hitting. So, like, the stadium was shaking. And it was, you know, Cubs, last Cubs series of the year. Cubs are in town. So it was a really good atmosphere. Rain stayed away for the most part. Uh, rained a little bit, but... But you were in a suite anyway, so... I didn't want to say it, but yeah, I was. And uh, that was great. College football on Saturday was great. I just... I, what was great about college football on Saturday? What did you like the most? What stood out? Let's uh, be specific. Just I, don't need, I don't need these vague words, this white noise. Everything's great. I was in a suite. Oh, isn't it wonderful being in the 1%. Let's be a little more detailed, like the, my predictionary record after four minutes. Right. Well, I got it. Um, just watching, like, all the pageantry back. And, it, and this week signaled that, like, for the next couple months, every Saturday and Sunday, you will have football action to either enjoy for like your team, like you know, you and I with Mizzou, or if you're an Illinois fan or whoever fan of college or NFL team you are, you get to root on them. Fantasy football is back. I had a couple of fantasy drafts this weekend. We have our one on one ESPN draft tonight. We do. We Brandon do. Brandon Kylie, Commissioner Extraordinary. Absolutely. Are you concerned that the the notice we got last night from BK said the draft is at six forty five Pacific? Oh, is it really? Yeah, that might be auto draft for the uh, oh boy the most storied franchise in fantasy sports, the Southside Seaman. It's not what it sounds like. It's about guys on a ship. Yeah, come on, grow up. Um, well, you know, I might go on auto draft a little earlier, but doesn't matter. We're still gonna pick a great squad. BK is not in LA, is he? Uh, I saw him in the room over there, just about <laughs> ten feet from the studio. So unless he just jetted back. All right, so I was 645 Pacific. I go, well, that'll wrap it up for this draft. I'll be out. Hope I don't draft any injured guys because I'll be asleep. Yeah, yeah, you get back-to-back quarterbacks or something. Uh, yeah, I'll draft like the first couple rounds. But... Then you'll shut it down. You can't be troubled with this. When there's you're a... in your $10,000 a team, Ledoux alum league. Yeah, there's that one. Some other leagues. It's a lot. You can't keep them straight. And I, I, I used to have a steadfast rule of only having one fantasy team. Because I never want to root against myself. Yeah, I, I actually do agree with that principle. Because you you want to root for your guys. You right. don't want to root against yourself. It's like, oh, I got this guy in this league, but another guy in the other league. It's annoying. But uh, it is kind of fun to diversify with your draft. Because I'm trying to pick different players across, so I got everybody. Yeah, so we have the 101 ESPN one uh, tonight. And uh, and you've got the Cardinals and the Nationals tonight. It was yesterday with the Cardinals... Uh, that's the first time. Here's a little fun fact for no one tell. It's the first time in 23 days the Brewers have picked up a full game on the Cardinals. Isn't that nuts? That is that is a hell of a statistic. It's just been so comfortable. I was I got up yesterday morning, an ode to my InsideSTL.com column days where I would write columns on Monday morning, and I had time. Kids were asleep. My wife was asleep. I'm up at 6:30, having coffee. Mine's firing. I'm in the mode where I'm normally doing radio. And I'm yeah. like, oh, I got all this. And I started writing a long post with all kinds of Cardinal statistics, some Missouri football and some gambling stats. And then I clicked the wrong button uh, and the post just dis- disappeared. And I'm like, ah, that'll do that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing it again. 
Yeah, I hear that. But I got all kinds of information. Uh, the thing about it is what I was digging into is the chance of the Cardinals catching the Mets because it's kind of becoming live. Yeah. The Brewers were eight and a half back. Now they're seven and a half back yes, after, after yesterday when Cardinals losing and the Brewers winning. Um, that they're closer to the Mets than they are the Brewers. Now, the Braves are only a game back of the Mets, so things are tight in the National League East. But the value of being the first or second team in each league is huge. And the Cardinals now have a shot. The surprising thing is is that the Mets' schedule is super easy. It's comparable easy to the Cardinals. The Cardinals have four against the Brewers left, three against the Padres, three against the Dodgers. And then it's just clown show after clown show after clown show. Most likely a 100-loss team in the Nationals this week, uh, a potential 100-loss team in the Pirates, and a potential but not likely 100-loss team in the Reds left. Uh, And nine of those games that are left are against the Pirates. Five are against the Reds, and three are against the Nationals after yesterday. So it's juicy as can be. The thing is, for whatever reason, the Mets are playing a bunch of NL Central teams. Yeah, it's Brewers, Pirates, Cubs, some Nationals, Marlins. Yeah, I think they get the Braves for three games if they're like 30 that are left or 28 that are left. So it's going to be tough for the Cardinals to catch them from the the logic standpoint of they're just playing the same crappy teams the Cardinals are playing, except as opposed to a bunch of Pirates, they're playing the Marlins. So it's going to be tough. And I also think the A's make a trip to Shea, Shea Stadium. Shea Stadium is 2006. City Field. So either way, you know, I mean, like Dan McLaughlin and Brad Thompson were saying in the broadcast yesterday, the atmosphere at Bush Stadium, and this really does, it ties in right with the trade deadline in the Yankees series. That place has been incredible. Yeah. Um, obviously, Albert Pujols at 695 plays a role in that, but the team playing so well. And the team is on pace to win, I think. I think I was doing the math yesterday before I accidentally deleted my post. You know, like all savvy writers not putting it in a Word doc and just posting (laughs) it on Facebook at 7 in the morning. Just lonely and sad and stupid. (laughs) Those are my three adjectives. Uh, And uh, I believe the projection was 97. That was the mathematical projection. I think that's what it was. I think Randy tweeted out that if they went 500 for the rest of the year, they win 93 games. How do you do? It's got to be more than 97. And then the Brewers would have to go 23 and 6 to reach that same pace if the Cardinals were to go 500. So there it is. So the Cardinals are in a very good spot with the division, but I don't think too many people are sweating the division. I think people are talking about it is, is, you know, yeah. Is there seed. any chance whatsoever that they could get to the second seed? And I would say it's possible, but I would give it about a 20% play. And I would give the Brewers about a 15% play of catching the Cardinals. Then the question becomes, who would the Cardinals play in the first round? And that is absolutely up for grabs. It could be the Brewers. It could be the Phillies. It could be the Padres. That's uh, where things stand here at this moment. Albert Pujols, Jackson, your percentage for Albert Pujols getting to 700. Go. 25%. What? Getting a 700. 20, yes. 25%. I mean, you've you've moved down aggressively. Yeah, I move up, I move down. But this is an aggressive move down when I would think most people with a nearly exactly a month left in the season would say, well, he's going he's gonna to get... I want him to get there. I think I've been pretty consistent in the I 30 were, to oh, 35 percent. But now you've moved down to 25 percent. Each day. Each day ticks by. But he had a home run on Sunday. He sure did. Yeah. And that was big. 
It was actually it was crucial it, to yeah, the game. It mattered to the game. <laughs> it was crucial to the game. Do you notice that these managers walk out to the pitchers before the? I know the one against Colorado. Uh, Bud Black walked out there to Austin Gomber. Yeah. David Ross walked out there to Hughes. Right. What are they talking about? It's a good question, Tim. Um, some of those guys might be discussing their tea times in October. Right. Um, but yeah, it's, they could have started planning those though in February. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know. That it, I hopefully it's just a coincidence. You just got a simple F you text for my. That to me is posting a score, and the players that are out in the course are going to have to deal with windy conditions. And I would vote for that text. Could you imagine sending that to a radio station and somehow winning tickets from well, it? Well, I've been reading them for two decades, so <laughs> candidly, they're, I'm kind of jaded to it. But I would love to see somebody win tickets. I would for too. It. So well, you can decide it. Yeah. Sounds well. like. Bill Bayless hates Albert. That's from the 636. Yes. Good deduction. I love Albert. Did you see the video of the guy who caught 636? That was a great video. That was incredible timing, just to be right next yeah, to the guy. Yeah. Yeah. You could see his face is like, I don't know. He like, looks like he might be weeping. Yeah. Like, I don't know how to feel about this. Like, I just, like, I am holding a piece of history right now. That was awesome. If you catch 700, what are you doing with it? Giving it right back to Albert. Hmm, you said that so quickly, and I'm not picking up a facial tell that I might fold. I think you might have kings. Not even the question. I don't have aces. So that makes me a, that makes me the underdog, and game theory dictates I don't put my money in. I'm going to fold. I believe that you know you kind of make your own luck. Good Look at karma. the Tim Fournier's of 2022 here. Good karma comes to those, and that that ball will belong to Albert Pools. So I think it should go to Albert Pools. Look at you. That's my well, take. That, that's not that's that that's not Piddle's brand here. Well, it might not be, but it's. It's the true piddles. You would really give that back? I think you would. 100%. Yeah, I don't think you're bluffing here. And I wouldn't expect anything in return. All right. They always give you something. Now, if, you're, if your family's trust fund for you wasn't as strong as it is, would you reconsider? Would you understand, you know, more of a hardworking American like the people in my neighborhood uh, selling it to somebody in your neighborhood for whatever you could get? I, I wonder what the price would be on that. By the yeah, way, there's only what four of them in history, right? So probably be pretty up there. I don't know, but it doesn't affect me. You know, no matter what, right, the, because you're you're at St. Louis Country Club every afternoon, whether you have the ball or not. Yeah, sure. Uh, I just I think uh, it'd be great for Albert to get that ball back. But I also understand people like being like, "No, I'm going to keep this." Like, you caught it. <laughs> Piddles would throw it back on the field. <laughs> Yeah, it would be an inconvenience to me. Well, my butler would catch it and then hand it to me. So I wouldn't have to hurt that my paws. That would be outstanding. Yeah. It's tough to catch. If he does it like, well, I want him to do it in St. Louis. But just for the sake of the discussion, and even though Jackson apparently doesn't think it's going to happen, um, but if some hill jack caught it and thought he was making a big statement, threw it back on the field and threw hundreds of thousands of dollars back onto the field. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough to catch a home run when you're sitting in the the gold suite. You know, they don't really put those suites out in left field. Uh, I can't believe you're 25. percent I'm, I'm, I'm moving up to. Let's put this in predictionary. He just keeps getting fastballs. He does. That one he got on Sunday. <laughs> well, there's an open base. Dan McLaughlin is going, what in the world are we doing here? Pitching to him. Happy. We're yeah, all happy that he's course. getting pitched to. Yeah. And not only is he pitched to, 
but it wasn't like they were throwing breaking balls. No, no, kind of right where he likes to hit it, up and in the zone, and he just turned his hands on and crushed it. Right. I mean, he crushed it. a scoreless game. (laughs) Yeah, that was an interesting move. You know, I mean, I'm sure the Brewers weren't like, oh, no, we're not going to win the Central now, and I don't think the Mets are going, "Uh uh-oh, here come the Cardinals. It's kind of a victimless situation, (laughs) except everybody's happy. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I... I mean, to me, yeah, I mean, if, are we going to wager? Since you're at 25%, if I think it's going to happen, I guess we can wager. Now you're going to have me rooting against Albert, and I don't well, we can like wager that. it for an in- insignificant amount to you, so like 10000 Ten grand, right, right. Right, your standard unit size. <laughs> <laughs> Sneeze that out on right. Cincinnati, Arkansas. Right. Um, all right, I'll put 20 bucks. We'll put 20 bucks. All right, so you want Albert Pujols to get less than 700 home runs. You are on the record. Rephrase that. I am betting. Well, do do, well, then why not just hand me twenty dollars and not bet? No, it's not that I don't. I want. Well, I would that's love the bet to, you made. I would love the to lose. Can hear it. I can have Mike Ryder play it back for you. I would love to lose that twenty dollars. All right, but I have a feeling that I'm going to make it. I, I, I he is he's going to hit seven hundred home runs. Okay. I, I, listen, it's I'm, not I'm, like I'm more I'm more confident now than ever before. And Sunday afternoon, and not only the bottom of the eighth inning. But the thank you gestures to the Cub from Ziadi and Albert yeah. afterwards. Yeah. It's, I didn't drive in today saying... And as they were shaking hands and gesturing towards the Cubs' dugout. Yeah. I didn't drive in today saying, I, Albert's not doing it. He won't do I don't really like have a, a much of a take. I just think with so little time left in the season, or more time, I don't know. Well, now you're arguing with yourself. I, now like, it started to happen when you're arguing with yourself, and all hell's breaking loose in here. Listen, optimist by nature, want to see him do it. Do I think it's likely? No. I thought you were going to rattle off like optimist by nature, realist by science, or something like that, and then it just a realist by trade. <laughs> uh, guys, Piddles is a Cubs fan, isn't he? That's from the six three six. How could you deduce that from what we've just discussed? Jackson is such a douche for having this suite. Sit out in the rain with the real fans, you jerk. It wasn't my suite, <laughs> not the Burkett family suite. I was blessed enough to get some tickets. God forbid. Uh, yeah, but it voided the rain, which is crucial. <laughs> and he circled back and doubled down. All right, it's already like 1045. <laughs> I've, 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 I've made $20 here. If anybody else wants to bet, I'll give up my Venmo. He's going to hit 700 That's that. I hope to lose the money. All right. Uh, this is Balloon Party 101 ESPN. We're right back to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Yes, yes, there's my music. That's what the people want. I know. I had to rectify my issues. Got away from you in the first segment. Now you're betting against Albert Pools to hit 700 home runs, bragging about your suite, your date. Jackson was sending me pictures of him and his date in the suite on Friday night. Oh, wow. Here I am. Oh, wow. <laughs> Just raising children, South City kid, trying to do his best. Trying building to make a Legos, 15 cents. I was doing what? Building Legos, weren't you? I was building Yeah, that's correct. Look at you. Oh. What, do you have a camera? I think you said it on these airways. Oh, all right. <laughs> yeah. Do so many damn shows. I don't <laughs> I know. know where I say it, where I say it. Did I say that at lunch? Did I say it on the air? I don't know. Uh, I think he's talking I was building Lego. Oh, God, this Lego set. <laughs> I'm like, what does it matter? How's it? How's it for five years old or is eighteen years old? What's yeah. the difference? We're put, we're snapping pieces together. Well, now I know the difference. Hey, you need a minor. In I mean, engineering. Like, you lose one piece, <laughs> and then you got to go to the Lego site and order it. Oh, uh-huh. uh, 
God help us all. And I did it. It's not like this is the grandparents who did it. I did it. I bought the damn thing. Sleep in your own bed. I need this medieval castle for my in order to do it. Fine. There's a negotiation. I just ordered like a ridiculously Ledoux Horton Watkins price Lego set. And then he opens it up for his birthday and it's for college kids. And if you're a college kid building Legos. God bless you. Amen. I digress. Jackson has sent over questions, and they're wonderful questions since now he's on Albert Pools at 25% to hit 700 home runs. Boy, I wish you would bet more than that. I'd be bankrolling here. Yeah. He's going to hit 700. He's going to hit 700. I can't. Nolan Arnato says he wants him back next year, whether he hits 700 or not. He's been I such a pleasant back. process, a uh, piece in the clubhouse mix this year. Yeah, 100%. The way him and Lars embraced after that home How run. How about that? Yeah, this Lars Newtbar and Albert Pools are fast friends. I love it. Pep, pep, grind that pepper. As <laughs> uh, the Cardinals enter the final month of their season with a comfortable lead in the Central, and we've seen a baseball team on a mission the last month and change, we have identified that a large component of the 06 and 11 championship team was their respective bullpens. Do you think this 22 bunch has the bullpen to survive an October push? They have been hit or miss, but my real concern, more so my hesitation, with the unit is we've mostly seen them go up against teams with sub-500 records and not as much with playoff caliber offenses. What is your evaluation of the pen? Do you think the infusion of Flaherty could bring them more value? That's Action Jackson's first question for today's edition of Balloon Party here on 101 ESPN. Your thoughts on the question, 65780. Don't forget, 101 ESPN has your chance to win a four-pack of tickets to next week's Bud Bash for the Cardinals and Brewers on Tuesday, September 13th. And the Bud Bash giveaway is a limited-edition Jim Cott bobblehead. Get all the details for the final Budweiser Bash of the season at Bush Stadium now at cardinals.com slash promotions. The winner of today's best text on t- on uh, Balloon Party gets these tickets for the Bud Bash. So send your text in at 65780 to win the tickets. So one of the things I was watching, I don't know why I was doing it again. uh, It's kind of where things are for me now. But I'm watching the Dodgers and the Padres on Sunday night. And I believe uh, it was David Cohn who said one of the things that the Dodgers do so well is they punish teams' bullpens because usually in the middle innings, that's where you can get some weaker pitchers. Mm Mm-hmm. And that, of course, is where you're not going to find the starters, and you're not going to find the closers, and that's where you're going to get it. And the Dodgers just put the Padres away because they beat up on their middle relief. And so from that standpoint, yesterday's outing, if you just look at the box score with Palante, is concerning. But if you were watching the game, and I was, he really didn't give up hard-hit balls. He, he missed on some... Uh, Lane Thomas, former Cardinal, had a great at-bat against him. I think it was a 10 or 11 pitch at-bat. Yeah. And he walked him on the 11th pitch, and, you know, one was a, just a chopper. It kind was of a chopper city, Old man. Bush Stadium, AstroTurf base hit, except it was at this ballpark, and there was no play to be made. Uh, and so it was just a bad break. So I'm, I'm rock solid with him. Flaherty's outing yesterday was encouraging. Yeah. Um, I, I still, I'm, it, one of the things I've been most wrong about this year is is Jack Flaherty coming back. I just thought for sure he was done and uh, what a what a windfall it would be if he could actually be a factor. Seriously. So that that's encouraging. And then what they would do bullpen wise uh, could help solidify that middle relief. The Cardinals in 06 had guys that really everything was 06, and uh, you didn't hear from some of them. Again, some of them dealt with injuries. Some of them just never really stuck on. Whether it be Anthony Reyes as a starter, but more in the bullpen, and those guys were critical. 
along with Jason Isringhausen, serving as a, a, a coach while he was injured to the Cardinals World Championship in 2006, and certainly in 2011, with the only guy who I think went into the sixth inning after the Phillies series was Chris Carpenter. I mean, Tony LaRusse was pulling starters, Loge Garcia, Edwin Jackson so quickly. Now, because of the strength of the Cardinal rotation, or at least the bolstering of it with the trade deadline, I don't think they're going to be as reliant on the bullpen. Uh, But you're right. What we have seen here as far as good baseball teams since the trade deadline, really, because if you're looking at the Yankees' record, the Yankees are playing at a 35% winning percentage since the trade deadline. How about that? 35%. Unbelievable. uh, Is the Atlanta Braves. Yeah. And that was a a playoff-caliber series. Um, the Cardinals could have gotten swept in that thing. Yep. They won two of three, but they could have gotten swept. The Friday game wasn't really there for the taking, but uh, Saturday and Sunday, either one could have won. The Cardinals won it. Uh, and the Cardinals made the comeback against the Braves bullpen. Kenley Jansen is currently very wide. If you're a Bra- if you're going up against the Braves right now, that to me is the advantage. You keep that thing close, and he's out there with a one-run lead in the ninth inning. Uh, I'm not sure he'll be the closer by the time the playoffs roll around, but if he is, he has been wobbly as of late. Even when he gets the, the Braves win the game, he's given up runs and he's putting on base runners. So that's something to keep an eye on. I don't feel that way about Helsley. like him out there. So from from the Cardinals' standpoint, you're right, Jackson. They haven't played the greatest opposition. How will that play out? The National League is super top-heavy. You could have, although it's unlikely, it's possible that you could have four teams with 100 wins as the final four teams in the National League. The Cardinals could get there. Certainly losing yesterday hurt it. But based on who they're playing and how well they are playing, it's possible. Definitely. The Dodgers are on pace to win 114, I believe. And then the Braves and Mets could get there, uh, both of them could get there and again they only face each other three times so from that standpoint it's top heavy how will the cardinals play how will the bullpen perform when they have to go up against those lineups that's going to be tough for even the best bullpen take uh, one, of, one, one of the best bullpens we've seen was across the state when the royals won the world series it was a six inning game and then if you got to the bullpen of the, the back end there with kansas city it was you know seventh eighth ninth uh, it was shutdown mode. Cardinals don't have that. I don't, but I don't know if anybody has that in baseball at this moment. So yeah, it's something that I keep an eye on, and I understand the concern because they haven't played anybody but the Braves since this heater really began. But for the most part, they've really outplayed teams overall, defensively, offensively, base running wise, and uh, and and also with the, with the pitching. Now, something that I, I think that if you're going to keep an eye on just overall, the offense here and there has had some over the last week or two kind of go, okay, that's a little weird. Yesterday was a little weird, although I felt like I was watching the 2019 NLCS again. There's Anibal Sanchez, and I'm going, what in Carving the world? Him up, yeah. But here's the thing, and I wonder if you guys in, in the audience and, and you ladies in the audience watching the game yesterday were thinking this. When I was watching that, and even when it was 5 nothing, I'm like, nah, they're going to come back. And that was the 6th or 7th inning when it got to 5 nothing. Yeah, I'm thinking, oh, they're going to come back. And so when they actually lost, I'm like, oh, well, that's weird. That yeah. isn't the way it's been. Sometimes you just feel like, you know, you get to a point where it's like, okay, you're the, you just feel like the heart's not in it. I don't know. I didn't, the whole, that whole game just felt off. The way that they were scoring runs off cheap choppers, walks. I mean, one of their guys had a swing bunt that went so perfectly down the line. You know, it, it was just unfortunate. I didn't feel like the game was going right the entire time. So, but I love to see Jack go 
five, only give up one, and velocity was there too. Mm-hmm. That's just so key. It's just sometimes, you know, they don't bite on that slider down the way, and if that's not the case, then he's got to rely on the heater, and they keep fouling it back. And But I think that yesterday was really encouraging. Yeah, well, from from the flirty standpoint, yeah. From, from an offensive standpoint, you kind of ride it off. See what happens here the next three games, and uh, the Cardinals will get the Nationals through Thursday, and uh, and and see what can happen there. But like I said, I'm, I'm I, as far as where they are, it's the best team I've seen since 2013. And there have been some good teams in there. It's not like you're going, oh, there's no good teams. I mean, all of those teams had winning records. Yeah, multiple were playoff teams, and uh, and this team just is on a charge right now, and they play good fun, sound, exciting baseball that a game like yesterday stands out and you go, oh, I wonder what happened there. So with that all said, your thoughts are welcome on the topic 65780, Air Comfort Service text line, or you can leave a mic drop via the 101 ESPN app. Don't forget, we're giving away Bud Bash tickets for next Tuesday's game against the Brewers in the Jim Cott bobblehead giveaway uh, for our best text as unilaterally decided. By Action Jackson, That's 65780, right. the Air Comfort Service text line. We'll take a commercial break, come back with more Balloon Party here on 101 ESPN. We're right back to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. I didn't just catch an update on Lonzo Ball, did I? Yeah, you know, former number two pick uh-huh. in the NBA draft. He's picked before Jason Tatum. I wish that, I think the Lakers wish they had that one back. That was forced laughter I picked up on it. No, no, no. It was like media laugh. Yeah, best you know, Chicago got him, but I best the Lakers wish they had Jason Tatum on their club. Or the Sixers, for that matter. This is the Little Piddle Show. <laughs> <laughs> you can text in to the Little Piddle Show, 65780. Giving away Bud Bash tickets, best text. And there's only, this point, because it's just dreadful clock management. <laughs> it's 1041. I mean, what in the world? I don't know. I just, and every day at 1040, I say about the same thing. Yeah. It's 1041. What in the world? It's the same thing. It does catch point, you. By, it's like a bit. It does catch you by surprise a little often. <laughs> Uh, Lonzo effing ball, WTF Jackson. It's from the 618. Would you prefer to learn a little bit more about his brother, Lamelo? If you find me one person not named Jackson that gives a crap about Lonzo in this area, I'll Venmo you $40. It's from the 314. You want to take me up on that? I can find somebody in about 12 Here seconds. Here you go. How about this? Uh, it's a staggered text. Ajax, yep. you're such a good talent no. in addition to the 101 ESPN family. And I only listen to this show because of you. I love when you give us the update on the NBA because there are a lot of us that do love the NBA. But Timmy the Tool never says our text messages. Reads, says our text messages because he constantly wants to throw you under the bus. I don't see how you work with such a douchebag. But I understand at some point we have all worked for one. That's from the 314. Oh, well, uh, I am not in charge here at 101 ESPN. But Jackson, to me, that is our text of the day. You think? That's what I think. All right. I mean, you know, I did say on Friday that I'm fighting the fight with love. I'm oh, that's fighting right. fire with that. love. And so I feel like it would be disingenuous of me to then give tickets away, you know, 
you, you, putting out one person's fire doesn't make the other ones burn brighter. Oh my gosh! That's my feeling on it. I'm so. Write that down. Yeah, you should. That's uh, an original. Credit me, Tim please. Tim Jackson just texted that in. That's right. Yeah, I was under the table <laughs> from one of your burners. Yeah, one of my three or I four. Bet that's burners. happened in sports talk radio history, where two guys hate each other. Percent. And Thousand started percent. texting in hate about the other guy. If you can think of something ridiculous, it uh, certainly happened on some place. <laughs> Congrats to Jackson's father for winning text of the day and that the actu- game. That actually might win because that's more accurate. <laughs> See, there is the one douchebag texter that will win the damn tickets. PC comp- complimented the piddles. You're a joke, Jackson. I didn't. Get, I literally. Thing. I just said I'm not giving him the tickets. Because you're fighting fire with love? That's right. So if there is a fire right now in the Creve Corps Fire Department's right across the street, you'd say, don't don't bother with the water today, gentlemen. Yeah. Use love. Just start singing Bob Marley and the Whalers. I'll take care of it. Everyone knows. And Young, I would like to echo the sentiments expressed for the Virgin Pringle, except apply them to Mr. Tim. You're the best, Mr. Tim. Thank you. Thank you for the delicious hour. Yeah, I mean, that's a good text. That one live. I think it's coming from Indianapolis. So I yeah, don't know if, I don't know if he'll be play. available. God, I want to do I want to do this thing on college football playoff, but I guess I'm due for a break. Am I? I've only been on for three and a half minutes. I'll give you three and a half more. All right, that sounds good. After watching a lot of college football this weekend, I have to say I was, again, this is Jackson, who for whatever reason doesn't read his own questions. That's that's one of the other signature elements of this hour. Yeah, it's, it's Jackson wild. writes them, and then I read them even though he's there. Right there. You capture it. my voice really well. Do I really? Yeah. After watching a lot of college football this weekend, I have to say I was loving all the action, even with some less than desirable week one matchups. I was attempting to be a student. Learning, yeah, I, it's probably better that I do read this. I was attempting to be a student, learning what teams have upside and which teams could pull a rabbit out of their hat for a late season upset. Then I watched Georgia blow Oregon off the field, then Alabama jog their way to a 55 nothing victory, and I was quickly brought back to earth, realizing that every other team is competing for third. This lack of parity in college football both disappoints me and leaves me questioning the system. The CFP will be expanded. In 2026, at the latest, to a 12-team format. My question is, do you think this expansion will increase the likelihood of parity from season to season, or do you think it will be more ceremonial and delay the inevitable for the top dogs to feast on weaker competition and play each other once again in the championship? It's a great question. Uh, It was loquacious, but nonetheless, wonderful. Maybe verbose. Would I say verbose? Well, certainly verbose. Somebody who chats a lot. Yeah, Yeah, it was verbose. Uh, I agree that right now, if you were to put a bet on the table and say, you just need three of these four to be in the college football playoff in January, do you want it? Yes or no. And you get Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State, and Clemson. I would imagine most people would say, okay, I'll take that. Because you get three, all you got to do is get three of the four. Yeah. And I would imagine most people would take that because you do historically know who's going to get in there. Certainly... You know, last year, do you remember the four teams last year? Cincinnati, uh, Michigan, Georgia, and Alabama. Yes, nicely done. Thank you. Uh, So, you know, last year was a little bit of a sneaker that you didn't have Ohio State or Clemson in there. Um, But with that said, you usually know, I love the expansion of the college football play. To me, number one, even though as a Missouri guy, I'm I'm an SEC guy, but if you win your conference, now what that has done is it's given greater importance to not just when getting into the college football playoff, but that, that first weekend in, in, in December 
is almost a, oh, crap, we got to play in the conference championship, and if we lose, we're not going to the college football playoff. It's not a canonization of a CFP team. It can be what blows you up. See Missouri in 2007. See Missouri in 2013. Now, I think they needed to win in 2013. 2007, if they wouldn't have been playing in Oklahoma, they would have gotten and been playing for the national championship. So if you win your conference, even if it's the Pac-12 or whatever made up in the Big 12 right now, then you, you get in. Yeah. And then I like the six at large. I like that if you're one of the top four teams based on the committee, that you get a buy. And so I love what they're doing. Do I think it will impact whoever the powerful teams are in 2026? And there's a very good chance it's still many of the same now, although Nick Saban ain't going to be around coaching in Tuscaloosa forever. Uh, yeah, I think you'll probably still, still see the Blue Bloods there. But what I think is going to happen, and you can think about it last year with Jamison Williams, the, the Ritter product. Yep. These guys are going to get hurt in these right. early round games. Right. They're not going to be in a spot where they're up 55 nothing against Utah State and now the third string's in. They're going to have to play. And what you're going to happen is some attrition that could impact the games. That's how I see it. Yeah. That, you know, in 2007, 2013, Missouri's in that college football playoff. Yeah. Um, and so I'd love the expansion of the college football playoff. I wish it were sooner. Maybe inevitably you wind up with Alabama against Georgia, Alabama against Ohio State, or Georgia against Ohio State, and Clemson in there, you know, often as well. But the chance to get into it and have a chance, and then also that 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 championship weekend in December. Some of the games are on Friday, and the rest are on Saturday. That should be a huge weekend in sports, like right. wild card and divisional weekend in the NFL. Yeah. And instead, it's kind of like, oh yeah, Oklahoma State's playing. Right. There's like know, two Baylor, games that matter, and it doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, now Oklahoma State playing Baylor. That uh, now where are they going to be seated? I think it's a great thing. Now they might be the the ten seed. Right. But at least they're in there. So. Right. Uh, I'm a big fan of the expansion. I don't know if it'll mean less championships for Alabama. The one thing I'd say about that is Nick Saban is most likely not going to be coaching Alabama. You know, I'd be surprised if he's coaching him five years from now. So at some point, that's going to end unless Dabo Swinney goes to his alma mater and starts coaching there and keeps it going. Anyway, I'm sure I went way longer than the three and a half minutes you allotted me. We got a break. It's Balloon Party 101 ESPN. We're right back to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Final segment of award-winning Balloon Party here. Uh, Tim McKernan, Action Jackson with you, then BK and Ferrario. Coming up at 11 o'clock, Commissioner Brandon Kiley of the 101 ESPN Fantasy Football League. Uh, draft time, 645, possibly Pacific. Yeah, that's not good. Possibly central. Maybe I just misread it. I'm I prepared to did. draft at 645 central. I'm prepared to auto draft at 845. <laughs> that's when you'll be there. <laughs> uh, Jackson, uh, we're giving away these Bud Bash tickets. We get a lot of texts on this show. Many are critical of it, candidly. Most of them, actually. Right. Uh, somebody is going to get tickets to the uh, Bud Bash next week for the Cardinals and Brewers. You can get more details at cardinals.com slash promotions by texting into the Air Comfort Service. Text line, uh, who is getting the tickets as you unilaterally decide? Uh, Greg. Greg? Is getting Greg? Well, Greg sent in, hey, I love Jackson, and he's carrying my baby. Greg. Greg sent that in. Greg's child. Uh, wow, I feel like we buried the lead. Yeah, well. I didn't want to. I didn't want to just hijack the segment, but you know, here's my truth. Uh, You're pregnant. <laughs> yeah, but I laughed at that text. So, Greg, you're going to the Cardinals game. Congrats, Greg. So, Greg not only is going 
going to have a child via you. Mm. He is going to the Cardinals and Brewers next week. Yeah, double double victory. Yeah, wow. Your Greg is the big winner out there tonight. Greg yeah. is the big winner. Shout out to Greg. Uh, congratulations to Greg. You have won, and now people are not happy that they didn't win, and now you're getting the responses to those. Yeah, listen, there's so many texts, only one person can win, and Amen. that person was Greg. Congratulations to uh to Greg. Hey, Tim, you mentioned you would be surprised if Nick Saban's still coaching in five years. He just got a contract extension that runs through 2029 for a little over $90 million. That's from the 202. I am aware of that. I was uh, relatively amused by it. Uh, I, I, I realize that contractually he is there through 2029. I will take the under on Nick Saban coaching through 2029 in Tuscaloosa. But I am aware. Uh I've noticed this, and maybe maybe we should have led with Jackson being pregnant with Greg's child, <laughs> and then the second one would have been Tim's take on college football coaches' contracts. Yes, but here's I'm going to give it now. I don't I don't give a damn <laughs> if it's ten fifty six. I'll be honest with you. I've noticed some of these college coaches don't stick to their contracts. <laughs> yeah, six five seven eight zero. Take that. Take <laughs> that. Uh, let's see, Ajax, you mean to tell me I defended you and told you how you were such a great talent you were and you didn't pick me, you picked the guy that wants to have a baby with you. <laughs> it seems like being a douchebag is contagious. That's from the 314. You just showed your true colors. You didn't win and then you turned So you're saying it. that his compliment to you in appreciating the Lonzo Ball update was not sincere and he just exposed himself. Correct. All right. You know. So that's why Greg who is father to child with you who is getting the tickets to me that that's a conflict of interest and he should be he should be ruled out since you're at least at one time we're in a relationship with him i'm simply a conduit to life tim there's no relationship further with me and craig Fair enough. Uh, BK and Ferrario are coming up next. We will uh, be updating you on Jackson's pregnancy tomorrow at 10 a.m. Uh, and uh, and we'll update you on the uh, fantasy football draft. Was it 6:45 Central? Was it 6:45? 6:45 Central. <laughs> it's been confirmed. Yeah. Yes. I, I felt you might have misread that one. <laughs> when I saw it, I guess. Nah, I guess I don't have to do it then. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like uh, I'm auto drafting. Uh, all right, BK and Ferrario are up next with our commissioner. Time for us to shut it down for Action Jackson, who is with Child. I'm Tim McKernan, and this has been Balloon Party on 101 ESPN. You've been listening to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes. From running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.